And we're back. We're back, everybody. <laughs> what is going on? Hey, homie, what's going on with you? How you doing? I'm well. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that, y'all. We are on location on in location. various parts of the East Coast. <laughs> yes. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's your boy, Montel. <laughs> and it's your beautiful Black Bibliophile, Miss Andy, the foodie. How y'all doing? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> How are Welcome you? to another man. I'm I'm good. I'm hyped for this weekend coming up. We like I said, we are both on travel. Uh, she is visiting family, and I am on my way to a convention. Uh, uh, I'm attending HBCU Con. HBCU uh, Con. We're actually and, both end up in the same location, but <laughs> <laughs> not really knowing that because we don't delve so deep into each other's lives like that. But yeah, it's still. It's still kind of cool. So, but we're dedicated and determined to make sure we get content to you guys since y'all mm -hmm. take care of us by supporting us. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, mind you, you may that. hear noises in the background on Angie's side. So, just bear with it. Yes, um, you hear an echo in mine. <laughs> the if first you hear thing. a serious echo. Yeah, if you hear echo on my end, there's a really high ceiling <laughs> where I'm yeah. at. There's two five-year-olds, a five, a newly, a new five-year-old and an OG five-year-old about to be six in a month <laughs> running around. That's the first thing Brielle said to Sydney this morning. <laughs> I'm five now too. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a bragging sound too. I'm five too. What you yeah. got? Mm -hmm. We both five okay. now. Mm -hmm. I don't care how tall you are. <laughs> But, you know, as a kid, you know, you just always been bragging, right? So, oh, I'm seven now. I'm Oh, I'm whole seven. And you get older, it's like, oh, I'm I remember, 45. thank you. Mm. I remember saying all the time, pretty soon I'll be in my double digits. And when I'm in the double digits, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then now you get I to want... my age, it's like, <laughs> you get to my age, oh, right, I'm half a century now. But <laughs> now I want to slow it down and get to my triple digits. I'm cool. I mean, I really I, I want to make it, <laughs> Lord willing, but I ain't trying to be there tomorrow. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I'll definitely be there before you. That's for sure. I ain't got no anyway, you guys. Let's get into this episode because I know y'all like to hear us ramble on, but like I said, we're both on location without our normal equipment. So I don't know what the hell we're going to sound like. And I have had no caffeine. So um, let's get into it, shall we? <laughs> yes, let's get into it. Now, this is a special edition, you guys, because we normally record a full episode in between, but because we're on location. But this one is special because this is our Moon Knight episode. Angie and I are caught up. And all I can say is, what the fuck? What the actual <laughs> fuck, people? Okay. So last week, we got into it a little bit about episode four. We didn't want to really jump into the episode because we knew we were going to be recording about four and five uh, this week. So, you know, I'm pretty sure you guys have been inundated with fan theories and breakdowns and Easter eggs, but episode four opens with the Moon Knight ass being knocked the fuck out in the middle of the desert, and Layla is just like, oh my god, I can't drag his heavy ass. <laughs> so, 
we really got to see that um, she can actually hold it on her oh, own yeah. because she was very um, intuitive when, and, and genius, or I should say, when um, she was hiding from, I'm assuming it's, um, what's his name's goons in the desert. Mm-hmm. Because uh, at, Harold's goons. Harold's goons. Because at this point, I don't think that they knew that. Um, well, they didn't even have Ahmet's statue at that point. Or her, what are they calling it? Artifact? What are they calling them? I forgot. Statue? They call them statues, right? Yeah, statuette. Yeah, statues. They didn't yeah, really give me particular. Right. Because they need, um, he needs the statue to free her. And so that mm-hmm. whole rigmarole where um, Kanshu and Moon Knight moved the night sky to figure out where the stars were the night she was in Alive. prison to find her mm-hmm. tomb. Um, um, they, need, they needed that map in order to find the location of where her statue has been hidden. Because, the, you know, we saw... Um, Osiris put Kanshu's statue in a room with a lot of other imprisoned gods, but Ahmet is not there because that hoe is special. Okay, because they was like, mm. you know what? We can't even we can't even put you in this pyramid of keys, bitch. We gotta hide you somewhere. And so, um, and this is where Stephen's Egyptian expertise comes in, where you know they're they're talking through. Who okay? Who was the avatar? And they figure out that it was Alexander the Great, and um, you know, so we get to see this very um, Indiana Jones esque. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it was it was such it was such an Indiana Jones national treasure type scenario where you see clues and you hear the history come out and Stephen. Mm-hmm. To his credit, God bless him. Every time he opened his mouth about something, I pay close attention. Close attention because, because what they would, what he was putting out, they you tell Marvel when they tell Marvel, they go above and beyond on their research on certain yeah, things. When they're telling, they the make story sure because... that what they right because it's integral to the story mm-hmm. and it's integral to the character, so you have to know this. Plus, it offer also garners a level of interest because mm-hmm. as soon as he mentioned. Uh, about Ahmet and about Khonshu, I went and did my research on the pantheon of Egyptian gods, and there mm-hmm. were a lot. So the opening to episode four, there's a lot that could be speculated about that, simply because there were 10 gods in their statues already. So my question is, what the hell? Because that pantheon is at least 16 gods. I think there's more than, I think that there's more. And I don't know if we're going to actually, we probably won't explore Mm-mm. in this series since there's only one more episode. Where are these other gods? I smell <laughs> like, a season two. I smell a yeah. season two. Well, I hope Whoa. we get us. I, I surely hope that um, we get a season two. You guys, I'm, I apologize if I'm popping in and out. I keep hearing a pop. I don't know where it's coming from because um, I'm using you're my fine. AirPods. You're fine um, on my answer, but uh, 
when they when they're actually entering the tomb like she is so badass and this is another one of them times where i just want to drop kick steven ass <laughs> because you know layla put her shit on she put on her jumpsuit and you know she got her uh her rock climbing gear and she jumps down into the tomb and then this is the time where mark the say mark or jake we don't know who it is decide they want to punch steven in the face and he needed that shit you needed a reality check my nigga because well you, a- you understand why he punched him you, you understand yeah, why he punched him yeah because he kissed layla <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't mind you going for it, but you know there are going to be repercussions for this. Yes, and at this point, Mark and Steven are still unaware of the third personality. We we clearly can see it. We clearly have clues. Um, but the but the two of them are still just oblivious to the fact. And they're even not seemingly wanting to acknowledge that, okay, if you didn't do this and I didn't do this, then who the fuck did this, you know? (laughs) But they entered the tomb and I'm like immediately like covering my face. I'm like, oh my God, some shit's going to pop off. Especially when we get Mm -hmm. to the opening where Steven draws the eye of um, Osiris. We'll call it Ira, I have Osiris, has a couple of different names. And they get to the table and there's fresh fucking blood. And I'm like, oh my God, that's fresh blood. Fresh blood. Steven's going to freak the fuck out. <laughs> I, I, I will, you know what? I, I will say this about this episode four. It really kept you gripped on what was going to happen, what was going on, every little detail. Everything I love from the, time they the history, the, the history lesson that we get. And that's another thing, as you said, that I appreciate about Marvel is because up until that point, everything that he was saying about Alexander the Great and all of the events that occurred is rooted in actual history. We we know that that happened. And now they're they're being they're taking liberties with the story to say that Alexander the great was the avatar that betrayed Amit mm-hmm. Amit mm-hmm. and you know and then they go through the whole thing with oh the avatar was her voice you know just trying to find a statue and let me tell you when I say I was cringing for t- excuse me for two reasons when Stephen found the avatar now at this point we still have not seen Mark because Stephen is not letting Mark take over the body. Stephen is like, you know what? I'm done with your ass and your fucking shenanigans. You don't know the Egyptian lore and history like I do, so I'm gonna need you to chill my guy. And then Mark is like, you kiss my woman again, I'm gonna beat your ass. Like, keep your hands off of her. But uh, but Mark had a reason to be upset with Stephen, simply because Mark was trying to keep certain things from Layla, although he shouldn't have. But I think it, I think Stephen could have been a little bit more tactful with certain things, especially when uh, she he tells her why he had been uh, trying to protect her from Kanshu. Especially what Kanshu said, well, she could definitely be my viably be my next avatar. And of course, Mark was determined for that not to happen. So right. you know, but see, and, Mark, Mark's coping. Mark doesn't have those coping skills. 
you know, which is why, which is, you remember, this is, this man suffers from DID. So he doesn't, he doesn't have the necessary coping skills to deal with what happened to him, what happened to Layla's dad. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and, and his, and the part that he plays into all of that, because at this point, we're still speculating that Mark killed her father and he's lying about it. Well, at least I was, you know, until we actually get, get you know, the truth. Yeah, so we actually get to the story, so. But I will tell you this, and we're going to jump to episode five here because we could go into details in this. Harrow, for all of his, for as much as we can't stand that dude, he was very smart in how he played Layla. Because he knew. He knew if he told her and gave her bits and pieces about what happened to her father, they didn't know where the tomb was. But they pissed her off enough, she'll find Stephen. Stephen will have discovered it, and now she's going to confront Mark about what happened, wasting time. And if Stephen hadn't given up uh, uh, control to Mark and said, come on, let's go, come on, let's go, and even though they didn't go, he knew the urgency. He knew. In well, he, mind, didn't, he didn't really give up control. She kind of, like, forced it. She was like, I know you're in there. Come out and fucking talk to me. What the fuck happened to my dad? You know, you know what happened. What happened to my dad? And well, it's not like it wasn't like Stephen could have just stayed there anyway and said no, no, no. At that, that point, yeah, he had to give up. He had to give yeah, up. Yeah, because we we learn later on that Stephen, that Mark has been purposely keeping certain memories from Stephen, mm-hmm. because remember, Stephen thinks he's the primary mm-hmm. identity, and that. Mark is something that's made up. So, you know, so we delve into episode five, which we're, we're oh. fast forward, you know, uh, real quick, just to give you a synopsis. Stephen finds the statue inside of Alexander the Great's mummy. And I was cringing because I'm like, oh my God, he's desecrating his grave and he's fucking up the artifacts. <laughs> Only the bibliophile and all this would be concerned about that. I'm like, <laughs> You heard about him. I'm like, nah, bump this. They ain't got no time to worry about being subtle about this. So he, he's happy that he finds it, but she wants to talk about her dad. And he goes on to relive that night. And he lets her know, hey, I did not kill your father, but I was there. I do know who killed him. And I should have died that night to trying to save him. Mm-hmm. And... Conchu resurrected me, and, and that's I why was. I'm still here. And I and felt. Of course, we find out. Go ahead. And of course, he ends up getting shot and, and getting killed. And I was so pissed with Layla at that at that moment. I, I wasn't was pissed really, with her. I was pissed with her because it was not the time or place to discuss that, knowing good well that they're in a position where they got to get in and get out. You can get those answers after you leave the tomb. Harrow is in there. But you got to have your conflict to give it some spice and make Mm. it exciting. Yeah, and look look where it led us. (laughs) I wasn't expecting him to shoot Mark, though. And that's why I said last week, you guys, when I was like, you know, I had had my black dress on for... (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Yeah, we we had to have that picture at the casket for sure, but... But so Harold's by any means necessary to get Amit. And he, he's shown that. 
He showed yeah. in episode four when with, with the, the acolytes were taking the people, the followers that mm-hmm. he that followed him faithfully and was giving up their insides for the for this uh for this uh, the Coptic jars. I'm going But you know, they had to make sacrifices to please the gods. And so, and again, I'm gonna say that Ahmed again is in prison and Harold is still using her damn powers. You know, so the episode ends, like we said, with um, Mark getting shot and we're thinking he's in heaven, right? But no, this motherfucker wakes up in an insane asylum and then him and Steven hook up and what do they, how do we end the episode? We see the goddess Tarawit. We see Tarawit and she is a living hippo with blue nail polish and all. You know, I was going to notice the blue nail polish. <laughs> but she's so cute. But Out of all she... the details that she spots y'all on this, she goes for the blue nail polish. I she, has on, she has blue nail polish and she has a blue scarab on the front of her outfit as well. Like, it's almost like blue is her color. Oh my God. And yet she doesn't have blue nails on why she's wiggling her fingers. I know, my nails are <laughs> So episode five opens up with them with, you know, um, uh, what the hell is her name? Say her name again. I can't pronounce it. Tarawet. Tarawet is explaining to them. She was like, oh, y'all niggas is dead. <laughs> you're not in between life and death. You're dead, dead. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> And now we way. have to balance on your way to yeah. the to the uh, to the gates. So, now we have to get the scales balanced. Yep. And so, and they she pulls out both of their hearts, places on the scale, and again, just like we saw with Harold, um, they don't the scale doesn't balance. Mm-mm. So they're um, I'm recording. <laughs> I'm recording. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yes, ladies, Joey, we do we do promote parenthood <laughs> on this podcast. We promote it because it will come in whether you want it to or not. <laughs> yeah, she just wanted her jacket. Anyway, so we, um, so she's telling them, "Hey, y'all, you guys got to figure this shit out, and you gotta. The only way you could get back." Because they need to get back to save Layla. Mm-hmm. And, and the only way you can do that is through the gates of Osiris. So she turns the ship around. Um, and she was like, y'all got to the time we get to the damn gate to, bounce, to work this shit out. And I'm going to need y'all to work it out and work it out now. And so we see. Shout out to her because, yo, she was a G. I ain't going to lie. Tolerant was a G. She said, all right, I'm going to give you time. She turned this ship around. She's like, do what you got to do. Yeah, but did you, did you notice, did you notice when she was talking about the ancestral plane? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just wonderful. It's just beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) It's so beautiful. I was like, okay, I fucked with you. All right. Yeah, I I got you. So, so we have our tie-in to, um, the Black Panther, because Kanshu and Bass are brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have so so we have that. Um, that I love time. how 
I love how they did everything. And mm-hmm. I, I love, you saw the conflict between Stephen and Mark as you're going through time mm-hmm. from as, as his childhood. And then as time went on and you saw what trauma he dealt with that got him to where he was. Mm-hmm. It was such a shock to see that Mark created Stephen as his coping mechanism to get through the abuse because of his spoilers because his mom Stephen's mom Mark's mom held him accountable for the death of his little brother which was completely an accident a preventable accident yes but an Mm -hmm. accident nonetheless he did not actually take the life of his brother but you know, during their play and not listening to their parent, their mom particularly, um, they were trapped in a cave and it started raining, the cave filled with water and subsequently um, Stephen's, uh, Mark's little brother, I keep calling Stephen, Mark's little brother <laughs> died. So now we know that Stephen is, is talks to the mom, you know, well, he says he talks to her all the time. He doesn't really talk to her. He's been leaving her voicemail messages. Um, and also, um, we know that this was their favorite show. The movie that we see in episode four mm-hmm. was um, Mark and his, and his little brother's favorite movie. And they were actually playing this game, going exploring when uh, this unfortunate accident happened, uh, you know, to move shit long a little faster, Mark's mom blames him for the death and never lets him forget it. Now, this was his birthday. So every year on his birthday, she gets reminded that this is the day that I lost my baby. I would rather have my baby back. And um, she genuinely makes Mark feel responsible for this. Close the door. And this is where we, this is, no, you're good. And this is where we start dealing along with another facet of mental health, which is mental abuse at the hands of someone. Physical abuse. Mm -hmm. Physical, mental abuse, which can cause a mental break, which happened with Mark for him to create Steven. Because Mm -hmm. if, I think if he did not create Steven, he would have been destroyed. He created Stephen to shield Mark from his abusive mother, from the lack of love that he received, from the blame that she placed on him. And, you know, until he just broke it, he couldn't take it anymore. And now he has DID. And then from that point on, um, Stephen has been his coping coping mechanism when he can't handle um certain aspects of his life and we we think that Stephen took over when uh he was killed in the desert in Egypt and and brought back to life by Conchu when actually Stephen took over permanently when we find out that his mother died and he couldn't go in to the funeral and Steven took over. But let me tell you what I think. This was there the breaking go. point. Once, once Steven acknowledged that 
their mother was dead. This is when the, the, the scales were balanced and he was able to tell, Stephen was able, able to comfort Mark and let him know, hey, it ain't your fault. It wasn't your fault. It was an accident, you know? So don't hold yourself. You know, you can't beat yourself up because there's nothing that you could have done to prevent it, you know? You didn't actually pull the trigger. You didn't hold your little brother under the water. It was an accident. It's not your fault. But catch these peas, right? Mm-hmm. We're at the point where we're outside of his mother's, um, the Jewish equivalent of a wake. We found out that Mark and Stephen are Jewish. His dad is a rabbi. He's outside. He can't bring himself to go in. What do we notice? What did you notice about Mark when he was standing outside across the street looking at the building? One, he was drinking. Mm-hmm. Two, he was dressed in black. Mm-hmm. And three, he refused to come into the house because when his father went to the window and gestured for him to come in, he just shook his head. He took a swig and he rolled. Right. Now, when we remember in the beginning at the top of episode five, they were walking through the insane asylum, each the room. Mm-hmm. Each room was a memory. When they got to the memory, they saw themselves standing by the car on the street. Neither one of them had a memory of that. Mm-hmm. And Mark was like, oh, it's just a random street. I stand on random streets all the time. And, <laughs> you know, and Stephen wanted to go in and Mark was like, no, 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 you don't want to go in there. You don't want to know what happened. You know, my theory is that was Jake. Jake is the drinker. We never see Mark drink. We know Stephen doesn't drink. He doesn't partake in anything that's going to cause any conflict or any violence. I think that was Jake. And I think when, I think when we're, when Stephen and Mark are watching themselves leave the mother's wake after you know he that's when he had his full break and we see that you know he does that thing where his eyes roll back when a new personality takes over listen listen to the accent when he's speaking when he's on the ground he's crying and he's sobbing and he takes his last drink and then he transforms into Stephen and Stephen takes over Mm-hmm. I don't think that was Mark. I think that that was Jake. Yeah, that was Jake. That was the first thing I thought of too. I said, now we're seeing the culmination of Jake Lockley. And the, well, Jake it's, is, never, it's never explored after that. Yeah, Jake has always been there. We know Jake is there because there's a third sarcophagus. I really thought mm-hmm. that the reason why the scales weren't balanced is because they needed to go back in and find Jake and they needed that third heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That was my fan theory. We won't give up too much of the details. Anyways, after they come to this realization, Stephen realizes, hey, the mother is dead. Mark realizes, hey, it's not your fault that your brother is gone. They continue on. And they actually make it to, Mark actually makes it to the field of reeds. 
-hmm. So now I'm going to say I text Montel after I watched this, you guys, and I was like, I was (laughs) (laughs) because I initially said I thought I knew one of the personalities was going to have to die. And I thought it was going to be Mark and Steven was going to take over and he was going to be Mr. Knight. We, we weren't going to have like the Moon Knight with the Khonshu persona that they were going to somehow tap into this myth, mythical, mystical energy. And, you know, and we was going to say bye-bye to Mark Violent Ass because actually Mark really isn't the one that's violent. You know, Mark is just surviving. He's just doing his job. We know that Jake is the mm-hmm. violent one. He's the vicious killer. He carries out these deeds. Um, Steven is the pacifier. He's the, he's the coping mechanism that takes over when, when Mark can't handle what the fuck Jake has done. And now we're in the field of reeds and we're just waiting. So what the fuck do you think is going to happen in the finale? What is your finale? <laughs> Honestly, <prediction>? I have, <laughs> I have, he will somehow find his way uh, being resurrected. Um, but we're also, I think we're also going to see and be introduced finally to Jake Lockley and I'm not sure how that's going to happen because where he's at in the field of reeds is is, is the end game. That's where he's supposed to be. And it's RIP like, to, to a real one when it comes to Steven because I was I was really digging Steven. Yeah, Steven fuck was, Steven. I, mean, I didn't like I mean, Steven. I, did, I didn't like oh Steven. My gosh. Oh I my like gosh. Steven so, for his knowledge. I like for, you know, he was the one who figured all the shit out and got them to where they needed to go. I don't think we have lost Steven. I think Steven is going to come back because Jake needs him. But I don't think Steven is going to be a, a big of personality as, um, I don't think he's going to be as big a part of Mark's life as we had seen in the previous months with him trying to cope with the death of his mother. Um, that's that's why I said with this the thing is final episode we're going to see him finally be introduced and all of us be introduced to Jake Lockley mm-hmm. and I think Jake is going to have an integral part in Mark getting out of the field of reeds coming back to life and and beating the crap out of Harrow <laughs> yeah if he ever gets close to him because dear gosh it's 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 going to be interesting but I'm looking forward to the final episode to see where it goes. And I enjoy listening to all the fan theories, including yours mm-hmm. and mine and everyone else's. But we know Marvel likes to throw swerves like a street in San Francisco. Them jokers take yeah. twists and turns like it ain't no joke. And so then we also know, we also know that everything is connected. We know that there's some shit going on with the multiverse because we know that Loki and what the fucker and, and, and what's her name, Sophie? I don't forgot the bitch name. Loki and whatever that bitch. They done fucked up the timeline because it, it's it's Sophie. It's Sophie. Mm-hmm. It's Loki and 
something. I forgot her fucking name. It's Sophie. I'm okay. telling you, it's Sophie. Come on. <laughs> and then we know that um, that Tom, that not Tom Holland. We know that um, Spider Man and Doctor Strange have also fucked up the the the, the multiverse and the dimensions. And I think mm-hmm. at the end of this episode, because you know. Ahmet, we see, we know that um, that he has released Ahmet, and she's judging souls. And I think some of these other gods that were in traps are going to be released as well, or we're going to get some of these Egyptian gods that are going to that are going to um, show up into the multiverse, which is going to tie us into the Thor Love and Thunder, where the God Killer is coming to slay all these motherfuckers like look there's too many of y'all niggas i need to clean up some of y'all so um i haven't quite thought about how mark is going to come back from the celestial plane we do know that Kanshu has to be freed first because if he comes back he's gonna die remember he's been shot twice in the chest you know and he's human so he needs Kanshu to resurrect him or to shield him the suit at least to shield him from those bullet wounds. So hopefully, you know, while all of this is going on, while Mark and Steven and um, Hippo Lady have been going through their shit, Layla had been done hightailed her ass back to the Pyramid of Giza and has found Conchu's statue, released him so that um, they can save Mark or bring him back from the field of reeds and uh, we can get this shit popping and get Ahmet put back where the fuck she needs to be. But anyways, um, that is my, y'all wow, got almost was, a full fucking episode. from. <laughs> that was a lot. I was just like, okay. <laughs> that was a lot. I was thinking, okay, I, I was going to say a little bit more, but I can't even because she, she covered it all. So that, that works. <laughs> Yeah. So what All do you right. guys, so, so what do you guys think? Do you think that they're going to, cause you know, I always Marvel everything, everything with Marvel is linked. Mm-hmm. Um, they are and, not playing this game though. Yeah. Marvel does not play when it comes to connecting one story to another. And we how were always we, curious in the beginning how they were going to do phase four. But yeah. And how do the internals tie into this? Like I'm still not satisfied where the fuck are the internals? Eternals, because I'm some of those. You, it's going to culminate in the secret wars. It's going to culminate in the secret wars. Okay. And that is where we're going to see a lot of the puzzle pieces fall into place. Right okay. now, they're doing what they did in the original. They're just placing the they're placing them down. They're throwing initial clues so people can get have another these discussions. Game. Yes, and I think it's going to be just as phenomenal because with marvel now they're doing something that i have always wanted dc to do but dc is too much of a a, too much of a shitty company is to put emphasis on characters who are not part of the main man pantheon okay i mean you you know about captain america iron man spider-man it's fine but we're finally seeing about stephen strange and shang chi Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. black pan and all of them and like thank you finally we're seeing a shine on characters who have just as much of a story to tell, mm-hmm. but you don't see them on t-shirts all the time and you don't see them <laughs> uh, blazing across TV shows 
and all this other hoopla. This is what you do. This is what you call creating a universe by expanding on it. So yeah. creating Moon Knight to me was an ab- bring Moon Knight to the screen was absolute fucking genius, and I'm I am grateful that they did. Loving it once again. It didn't fail to disappoint. I was upset when I was like, "Wait, that's it? It's over?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I'm sorry, what? Like that's these it? literally, if these episodes were were as long as like some of the Mandalorian episodes, I would not be mad. Like I would not be mad at all. I'm I'm loving every minute of it. Um, Marvel is doing a great job with with these Disney Plus shows. Um, di- thank you, Disney, once again for making some shit for the adults. You know, I, I always say, fuck them kids. We, we need these stories. We need them yeah, to be told in a way the kids can watch the shit when they get old enough to watch it. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, my baby knows all about this, so she does, um, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to put it, watches them with me. My son watches the episodes, and I just found out yesterday that Dylan, even though her punk ass told me that she wasn't watching them, she is also watching mm. the episodes. And I kind of figured she wasn't. She was so excited about episode five, and she wanted to talk about it so bad. So, you know, uh, next week, you guys, is the, is wrapping up the finale Hopefully, with the um, subsequent seasons, if we do get a season two, we we should find out next week if we're going to get a season two of Moon Knight. Hopefully, they'll give us more than six episodes. I think they're just trying to, like, wet our palate. Like, I hope when um, Falcon and Winter Soldier comes back, we get more than six episodes. I mean, damn, at least give us eight shit 10 it ain't no. gotta be 12 no 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 we already know how that's gonna go yeah so. even if you give us if you give us six episodes make them an hour and a half you know like well, they, or, it, the, the episode's been pretty considerable like the, the run of moon night so far every episode every subsequent episode has actually increased in time and it's actually great and then their commercial fee was free which is good so you guys, with all of that being said, we're so excited. I'm, I'm excited and I'm sad at the same time because yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know, now I got to go to the movies to get my Marvel fix. Um, Dr. Strange. Darn, we actually got to spend more money. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Strange comes out next week. So we get the finale of Moon Knight and we get the premiere mm-hmm. of the Dr. Strange um, Multiverse of Madness coming out. Um, I'm excited. Scarlet Witch is starting to grow on me, and I think she's growing on me because of her show. I hope we get to see, I hope we get an announcement about the return of WandaVision, because, you know, we need to know what's going on with White Vision and and all of that stuff. We need to find out what's going on with Monica Rambeau. Um, And we we also know that the theories are going to run rampant. So yes. just, just get I'm ready excited. for it. The discussions are going to be interesting. To say interesting least. to say the least over the summer and for the next few months um, until, uh, so once we're, get, once we're done with Marvel, with, um, with, Iron, with Iron Man, um, I thought I saw an Iron Man trailer or something. We'll, we'll get more into it next week, but We'll be back to Star Wars talking about Kenobi. I don't know if Montel gonna watch it. He might not be into it. 
Uh, you know, I'm always willing to give it a shot. You know, I'm 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 definitely not one to stray away. But mm-hmm. we'll we'll see what happens next week. I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely let you know yay or nay. Yeah, we're, we're, when it premieres next month, the end of next month is when we're going to get Kenobi. So you guys that have made it this far, thank you so much. Welcome if it's your first time. Mm-hmm. Um, um, thank you for making it to the end of this 30 minute probably episode that should have been 10 to 15. <laughs> but we already knew once I already said once yeah. Angie gets going, I just said just, just let her it's, go because she because she will she will go. It's <laughs> she will definitely go. But we will be back, you guys, next week for yes. the full episode. We'll both be back home um in the Hampton we'll Roads more. area. We'll have our we'll have our speak outs and our um and blurred more, vision, our sagas and the downloads more and more stories to tell thank you guys for joining us and uh, we hope that you will download like share with a friend send us your comments what are your theories um mm-hmm. and let us know hopefully you get to see montel he'll post some stuff from um from the uh hbcu con oh most definitely i will be posting and i will be sending angie stuff from the con so that way she could post it up on our Blurticorn Speaks uh, uh, Instagram account. So, (laughs) and definitely got a lot more surprises coming out, guys. So, yes, thank thank you you so much for joining us. All right. As always, from your boy, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay sexy, stay safe. Yes, I want you guys to have a great weekend out there. If you are attending HBCU Con, make sure you go try to find Montel and hit him up. You guys are in the Maryland area. I am also here for the weekend. If you see me somewhere, you know, say what's up to your girl. But I want you to continue to wear your mask, covering your face and your nose. Wash your nasty little hands with soap and water. And we will see you guys or talk to you guys next week. I have spoken. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye-bye.